coming my way in the North Carolina Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights I made it down the coast in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight Hi, this is Leanne Carey with the Pamlico Porch Podcast and the PamlicoPorch.com. We are so excited to have you with us today. So a lot of people have asked me, what is the Pamlico Porch? Why are you doing this podcast? What's your website about? And I'm going to use this as a forum to sort of explain to you a little bit about why I started Pamlico Porch and what I have going on. So when I sat down to name the Pamlico Porch, um, I, I tried to envision what, being from the South, what I envisioned as, as kind of the South looks like. And a big old Southern front porch came to mind, just wrapped around an old plantation style house with a big old swing in the corner. And... Growing up in the South, you know, on the front porch is where you tell stories and your neighbors sit and talk and you you talk about the past and you talk about things that are going on while your kids run around in the yard and you may have dinner together on the porch or have a cup of coffee with a friend. And that's sort of kind of the feel of the Pamlico porch. Obviously, the Pamlico sound is here in North Carolina. It's an old Native American word. So I thought all of those things together fit for a perfect name of the Pamlico porch. So... I have lived in North Carolina my entire life. I'm a native here. I know it's hard to tell from my accent, but you're going to have to believe me. And when I grew up here as a kid, we did not travel. Um, You know, we may go to the beach for the day or for a weekend, but we really didn't travel much outside of that. So as I aged, I became a little bit of a nomad, and I love to explore new places and travel. And I started exploring a lot of North Carolina, and I was amazed at the stuff that had been right underneath my nose my whole life that I'd never heard of or never saw. So my excitement kind of came out, and I started telling friends, like, hey, we went to Slide and Rock in Asheville, and it was so cool. It's this natural water slide. Or, you know, we went camping in Shackleford, and the ponies came right up to us, and blah, blah, blah. And I was amazed at the amount of people that said, I've never heard of that. Where is that? Or, you know, I would tell them I drove down to Southport for the day, and they didn't even know where it was. And like I I mentioned, I grew up that way where I didn't really realize what was right here underneath me. And I started telling these stories, and sometimes it was people that were transplants to North Carolina where, you know, maybe they'd only been here a couple of years but more times than not, it was people like me who had lived in North Carolina their whole life and just haven't got out and explored. So I started the Pamlico Porch to encourage people to sort of get out of the rat race of going to work and taking the kids to practice and going home and making dinner and just not exploring what we have right here in North Carolina. So with the Pamlico Porch, you're going to find out about some really cool places in North Carolina that are absolutely beautiful. Um, I always say North Carolina is such a great state. I live on the coast of North Carolina, so I am partial to the North Carolina coast. But I love the North Carolina mountains as well. And it's such a neat place because you can do everything from water skiing to snow skiing. You can hike the Appalachian Trail. You can go to the Blue Ridge Mountains. You can go explore wild ponies that were here when, you know, Blackbeard was here. There's lighthouses that you can climb. I mean, there's just so much right here. And if if those things aren't really your thing, you still have some larger metropolitan cities like, you know, Charlotte or Raleigh that you can do some shopping and things like that if you want as well. So it's a really cool state. 
Um, so not only are you going to find out about really cool places, but I hope to enrich you a little bit into some history of North Carolina. You know, we've all heard the Blackbeard stories and the Lost Colony stories, and I hope to bring you some more detail on those, on things that you may not have heard. But I also want to bring you stories that you may have never heard at all, like how Oregon Inlet got its name or how long have the Shacksford Ponies been here in North Carolina. So not only will you find out about really cool places in history in North Carolina, but I want to introduce you to some really awesome people in North Carolina. So it may be people that have started a really cool business, people that are involved with a nonprofit, that have a passion about um, our environment, that you know maybe somebody from the park service that's telling us about some really cool stuff. Um, it may be somebody from Lake Madame Mesquite about the bird migration that comes in. So there's all kinds of really cool North Carolina information that you're going to get. So today I have brought to you Lane Blackwelder with the Hallelujah Kitchen. And the Hallelujah Kitchen is in the Triangle area of North Carolina. And Lane has a really cool story about how she started it and what she's doing um, to really make a difference in North Carolina. So Lane, we're so excited that you joined us today. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. And thank you so much for having me. Um, so my name is Lane. I grew up in Greenville, North Carolina. Go Pirates. Um, I was actually raised in Winterville. Um, I, um, you know, had a nice little childhood. And when I turned 18, I did what a lot of kids do who uh, grew up in small towns. I left. I moved to Wilmington um, to go to UNCW. Graduated there in 2003 and then hung around um, in Wilmington until 2011. Came back home um, to Greenville for a year. Um, and then ended up landing here in Cary, um, where I am raising my kids, Jacob and Annabelle, and have started um, the Hallelujah Kitchen. That is awesome. So tell us, what exactly is the Hallelujah Kitchen? So the Hallelujah Kitchen is a dinner prep and delivery service. Um, I have a website, thehallelujahkitchen.com, um, and customers go there to order dinners. Um, they make their order, they choose their favorite foods, make their order, um, pick a time to have it delivered, and I simply bring them food to make their dinner time easier. That is great. So when you bring them food, um, do they have to be home for you to, to be able to deliver it, or are there other options, like can you leave it for them and that kind of thing? Uh, so, no, customers do not have to, to be home. Um, if they simply, if they aren't home, like if they're at work, or if they simply just don't feel like talking to anybody or seeing anyone, they can leave out a cooler, and I'll just load their cooler up with food, um, and um, they can get it that way. Um, if they live outside of the delivery area, um, there is a pickup location um, in central Raleigh um, that they can also pick their food up from. Oh, that's great. So tell us, how did you get started with the Hallelujah Kitchen? Um, it's a really sweet story. Um, a couple of years ago, um, my church did a uh, fundraiser called the Mina Project, where it's, also, it's uh, actually a reverse offering. So instead of the congregation giving money to the church, the church gives money to the congregation. Uh, so everybody got <laughs> an envelope um, with different increments of money. Some envelopes had like 100 bucks in it. Some envelopes had five. Um, some had one. <laughs> my, um, my envelope had $10 in it. So the mission was, the challenge was, for whatever amount of money you've got in your envelope, to take that money and figure out a way to multiply that money and then reinvest that money back into the community. Don't give it back to the church, but reinvest it back 
into the community um, for a need that you saw. Maybe somebody um, at work was struggling financially, uh, maybe you, um, you know, wanted to donate it to a cause that was close to your heart, whatever you, whatever cause you thought fit, <clears throat> uh, multiply the money the church gave you and put it back into the community. Um, so like I said, I had $10 and I had no idea what I was going to do. I actually regretted going to church a little bit that day because I didn't need something else to do, if I'm being honest. Um, so as I'm walking out, I'm thinking, um, make some dinners. That just kind of popped into my head. Um, I have been trying to figure out a way to make my life easier at dinner time, so I started planning ahead and freezing dinner so I could just pull them out of the freezer when it was dinner time um, and just use that time where I would be cooking to um, just hang out with my family um, and be prepared. So I thought, well, I've been doing that. I really like it. I can do that as my minor project. I'll make a couple of dinners. Um, I'll sell them, and um, that'll be that. So that's what I did. I stopped at the store. Um, I picked up enough um, ingredients. I mean, exactly. I was too busy about it. I didn't want – I wanted it to be a real minor project. I wasn't going to put any of my money – not because I didn't want to put any of my money in it, but that wasn't the challenge. The challenge was to use the money you were given. So I got exactly $10 worth of ingredients, and I made <laughs> and I made two um, two dinners. Um, I posted it on Facebook. I posted about the fundraiser on on Facebook, and um, I posted the two dinners on Facebook and said, you know, if you want one, just comment below. And so um, people did. Lots of people commented below. Um, so I, uh, I sold the first two dinners, and over the course of three weeks, I just was selling these Salisbury steaks and fish chickens um, <laughs> like crazy. Um, I ended up making, uh, make, turning my... Ten dollars into about four hundred dollars. Um, that is crazy. It is, and there was um, yeah, a single mom that I that I at Christmas, it was at Christmas time, so um, I donated that money um, to her to to make Christmas time a little bit easier. Um, so that is how the how the kitchen started. Um, once the, I really really enjoyed doing that, um, and I didn't know I had a full time job at, at the time. Um, I didn't. No, if I was going to keep doing it. I wanted to keep doing it. I didn't know how realistic it was. So I was just talking to um, some friends, and one of my friends um, said, you know, just, just start a group. Just start a group. Just start, just, at the time, the Hallelujah Kitchen didn't have a name. Just start a Facebook group and just, and just um, you know, just post food in there and see if people want it. So I was like, okay. So that's what I did. And um, over the course of that year, I created the Hallelujah Kitchen Facebook. I gave, I gave it a name and um, created the Hallelujah Kitchen Facebook group. And over in, in, in January uh, 2017, and over the course of the year, the, house, the group grew to about a thousand people. Um, so, um, and people still ordered the food. Uh, people were really liking it, and I was thinking, you know, this could actually be this could actually be a job. I could actually do this, um, make this a business. So, um, so that's what I did. I took a leap of faith um, the end of 2017 and um, left my full-time job. Um, to work the Hallelujah Kitchen. That is so great. I love your story so much because it's just kind of like a purpose and where you were supposed to be kind of thing. And like you said, for a minute, you regretted going to church that day and then look what happened from that um, right. kind of thinking outside the box sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So what types of meals do you prepare with the Hallelujah Kitchen? Like if I went on to order, what can I expect? Um, so what you can expect from the Hallelujah Kitchen is food that you would cook at home. Um, 
recipes that you would pick out um, because your family would like those recipes. Um, it's food that you would cook, but maybe you don't want to cook it. Maybe you don't have the time to cook it. Um, so that's what you're going to find. Um, simple. I'm not, I'm not a classically trained chef. I have no special training. I'm just um, a mom that loves to cook and happens to be okay at it. <laughs> People tell me to put that. So um, it's food that you would, that you would, you would cook, normal food. Um, so there is a um, fresh menu that, um, that rotates at times that will be delivered um, with, with lots of vegetables, um, healthier options um, are delivered fresh. Then there are, um, there's a freezer section in the Hallelujah Kitchen um, that people love because it stays stocked with just classic Hallelujah Kitchen favorites. Um, Salisbury steaks that are patty by hand, meatballs that are rolled by, by hand. Um, lots of food that you, um, just classic favorites that you can stock your freezer with and then just pull them out, thaw them out, um, and cook them whenever you need them. That's great. And on your website, your Salisbury steak and spaghetti and meatballs look pretty amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm kind of wishing I lived a little closer at this point in time. So you mentioned, um, and I just kind of want to reiterate, um, you go online and order, and then you either deliver to the person's home or either there's a pickup option around, like, central Cameron Village type area. And that's basically how it works. You can order as many as you want, put them in the freezer. You can order fresh options, um, and and those aren't frozen and that kind of thing. Right? Correct. Okay. Awesome. So tell us, like, how are the meals prepared? Where do you do this? Do you have a location, or how does that work? Um, so meals are prepared um, in a commercial kitchen um, in in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, it's actually um, the Child Care Services Kitchen. Um, so during the first part of the day, um, Child Care Services is making um, preschool meals um, for the daycares that they serve, and then I come in in the afternoon and I make um, Hallelujah Kitchen dinners um, for my customers. Um, so the kitchen that I use. Um, it's got, you know, all the commercial, all the commercial equipment so I can make um, big batches of things um, by myself. And I'm also, um, and it's completely permitted uh, and inspected by the Department um, of Health and Human Services. That's great. So it's really cool to be able to use a commercial kitchen that way to kind of get out to the masses as far as your delivery and that kind of thing. So really great to know how that all works and operates. So is there anything that you want to tell us about the Hallelujah Kitchen um, as far as going to your site or any particular stories that you have that, that kind of worked out for you as far as um, sort of saving somebody's day? Um, um, so um, going to, as far as ordering, uh, it's, I try to keep everything super simple. So you just go to the HallelujahKitchen.com, pick your food, um, and pick your delivery time by Monday at 9 a.m. if you want it delivered the same week. Um, and then um, I'll bring you the food. So I have lots of I, – I try I, – I, it's important to me to build a relationship with my customers because food is so personal, and the food you feed your family is so personal. Um, so all of my customers have, have my cell phone number. You know, they, uh, they send me messages. So I get lots, lots of success stories. That <laughs> is so great. Yeah, I have one um, – one customer sent me a screenshot of her um, of a message her husband sent her and said, you know, um, 
the food from heaven arrived today. You know, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, wait a minute, it's food from heaven. But, um, but um, you know, but it just made me so glad to know that that husband is excited to go home and have dinner. You know, there's no yeah. or anxiety around what are we going to have to eat. It was the food from heaven came today. I'm so excited to get home. <laughs> you know, so they're going to just hang out and relax and, and eat dinner. Um, another, another, um, another person um, sent me a message to say, you know, how much they enjoyed the food. Um, not just thanks, the food was great, but your food is really delicious. Thank you so much. You are incredibly, incredibly gifted. Um, so that just made my day because, like I said. You know, I'm just a woman that, that likes to cook and has figured out a way to turn it into to a business. But to have that reinforced by a customer to say, you know, you're incredibly gifted is um, was just really, really special. And, again, that was a family that just came together to enjoy food around the dinner table with, um, you know, no attention, um, just, just relaxing and enjoying time together. That is so great. And if you go to Lane's website, again, that's thehallelujahkitchen.com, there's tons of testimonials of how much people enjoy the service and how it works and how they love the meals and Lane. Um, and a little bit of background information, Lane and I actually grew up together, so I can attest to how awesome she is and such a sweet person. So uh, you will not be disappointed from ordering from the Hallelujah Kitchen or from Lane herself. So we are so excited that Lane joined us today with the com, and we will sign off until next time. But, Lane, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Leanne. I enjoyed it. Thank you again to Lane Blackwelder with the Hallelujah Kitchen. It was so great to have Lane with us today. Again, you can visit her website at thehallelujahkitchen.com. Go there, place your orders for some amazing meals. Um, all of us kind of get caught up in the rat race of being so busy. It's nice to be able to have that and just pop it in the oven and sit down and have a nice family meal together. So again, thank you, Lane. So we are so excited about the Pamela Co. Porch podcast and to have you guys with us today. So you can visit our website at thepamelacoporch.com. You can also find us on Facebook, find out all kinds of information there. So we're excited to bring you this podcast with all things North Carolina. We're going to have some segments on history. We're going to have some segments on some events that are going on in our awesome state. Some really cool places for you to visit and check out. Um, places kind of off the beaten path that you may not have heard of before. So we're really excited about that. Um, you can find some really cool history lessons and legends along the way. So if you enjoy North Carolina as much as I do in our great states, please join us on the Pamlico Porch each week, and we look forward to having you.